Says Who is brought to you by you. You're waiting for me to say you again, aren't you? Well, I was just, I was, honestly, I was just waiting for you to say something. You. All right, you. 300 of you, as of New Year's Eve, 300 people backing Says Who. And if you're one of them, thank you. We and love if you're you. you're not one of them, get on up in it. We at still love you. Patreon.com slash says who. We love all of you. We do. But I'm not, do we, lo- we're not saying that we love the people that are Patreon supporters more. No. But it's not less. It's definitely not it's less. It's definitely not less. No. And you can join a very nice community of people and get, I would say for $5 a month, you will get a bonus episode. Like we are laying those things down. Yeah. Almost you once will, a week. You will get bonus content all over the place. And there's other things that you can get. Check it out. Thank you. Patreon.com slash says who. Hey, y'all. It's January now. And that means that in on January 22nd, I'm not going to say in a number of days because you may be listening to this on a different day. The Vanishing Stare comes out January 22nd. This is the sequel to Truly Devious. It's all happening. You can pre-order it anywhere books are sold. If you pre-order it from Books of Wonder in New York City, you will get a signed copy by me and support a local bookstore. And it's always good to go to your local bookstore. All, all you have to do to pre-order it from a local bookstore is go in or go on their site, order it on their site, or go in the store and say, hey, I'd like a copy of it, and they will get you one. And... Uh, it doesn't cost you anything extra. They just order it. And that support supports the local bookstore, which we'd love. Because remember, fuck Jeff Bezos. <clears throat> I can't say, I mean, as an author, that's really like sort of punching myself in the face. But at the same time, I oh, mean. Oh, I'm, I'm sure it's fine. I'm happy to punch myself in the face um, if it means fucking Jeff Bezos. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Pre-order now. Fuck Jeff Bezos. Terms and conditions apply. Fuck Jeff Bezos. There are no good beginners. Fuck Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Here we Ten, go. Ten, nine, nine uh, eight, eight, seven, six, five. five. Four, three, two, one. It's gone. It's gone. 2018 is gone. It's gone. And now it's 2019. 19. This will be finally. It's all fixed. 2018 is gone. That's 2019. 2019. Hey! And, uh, nothing can go wrong now. I'm excited yeah, for 20 good times. It's like 2016 part three. Throw time 19. That's, it's all going to happen this year, Dan. It's probably going to be more newsy than the other years. It's probably going to... It may be busier than all those uh, other years, even. It's going to get more frenetic. It's... The news is probably going to come thicker and faster and 
you know, we're we're approaching the the finale season where everything gets more dramatic and all uh, the stuff starts happening. And well, it's exciting that it's here. It's it's gonna be. Um, it's gonna be fine. says who the podcast that isn't a podcast it's a coping strategy i am dan sinker and i am baby new year maureen johnson little baby new year i'm little baby new year it is the new year maureen Mm -hmm. it's just not it's not the new year just like oh it's a new year we are literally recording this on new year's day nope Yep, we started New Year, the New Year straight at microphones on the morning of the first. It's true. I got uh, I got some some hopping John in the slow cooker and made some coffee, and that's about all I've gotten done today so far. We, uh, yeah, it's a very says who 2019. Sure is the says whoviest. What did you do last night? Uh, so we have, as I've said before, uh, we have a 13-year-old and a three-year-old. So uh, the 13-year-old went off to a friend's house, which meant I had to pick him up at about 12.30, got to bed at about one, and then the three-year-old woke up at seven. So cool. yeah, it's fun. That spread is a fun spread when it comes to bedtimes and wake times. What'd you do? Well... Uh, I worked until six and then I just, I, Dan, this year is going to be fairly busy for me and it, I have so much to do in January. I, I sometimes just sit and cry thinking about it in my mind. Um, so I worked and then we, we shut down systems. I took a bath cause it was miserably cold and rainy here in New York yesterday. Yeah, it was- same here. It was gross, and I had been walking the dog. I said, okay, I'm taking a hot bath, taking my notebook in, and I have not had a full drink in, I think, four years. Okay. Like that. It's because of a medical condition, and uh, now I can drink safely, but it affects me very strangely. It's very unpleasant. It can make me really sick, even a small amount. But I've always tolerated champagne well, and we've been given some champagne for our wedding, and we opened it, and I would pour just a little bit in a glass at a time and sip at it, and it didn't make me sick. So last night, over the course of the night, I had a full glass of champagne. Hey. Not a big one, but I had a full one, which for me was like, hey, I'm really stepping out with this whole one small glass of champagne over five hours. So that was, we stayed home because we have a puppy- uh, who needs some care. She's good, but she just needs sometimes a pair of eyes on her, which is a story I'll tell about stuff that's happened in the interim. <laughs> uh, normally on New Year's Eve, we have a standing invitation to my friend Holly's New Year's Eve party, which is this, Dan, this is a next level party they throw it every year. My friend Holly Black, who's an author, she lives in sort of a small Gothic mansion in Massachusetts. And every year they throw a themed costume New Year's Eve party Whoa. for the, the whole house, which is already like a happy version of the haunted mansion at Disney World with like ceramic hands that reach out of the wall with with lights in them and a hidden library and things like that. Wow. 
That's a they dream. Can, yeah, they convert the house and everybody comes and they have a full bar because they purchased a bar from like a, a closing Victorian bar and they had it installed in their house. So they have a carved, beautiful bar and there are signature drinks made where the people who make the drinks bring in like a nitrogen tank to make special drinks. Wow. And I, this party is so good. They plan, they do so much work for this party. And we love to go to this party, but Zelda just, she needed help. And we're like, okay, we're going to be at home. We were home last year too. It's fine. Uh, we were going to play a board game. We ended up not knowing what to eat, ordering takeout, which was good, but it took two hours to get there because it was a rainy New Year's Eve. And Oscar sure. was said, well, where is the food? Um, I said, Oscar, it's a rainy New Year's Eve. If we get it at all, say thank you. He said, but they said it would be here. And I said, <laughs> I have another side story about what Oscar did over the over the holiday, which I think you'll love. But we finally got it. And then we spent the night watching um, English Christmas shows because they do special episodes of all sure. their shows for Christmas. So all comedy shows. And then we turned on CNN's New Year's Eve special. Okay. And let me tell from, you. Uh, from Times Square, I from think. Time, from Times yeah. Square. Let me tell you something. That was the ending 2018 deserved. <laughs> Why? What you had was Anderson Cohen and a guy named Andy Cohen. On, Anderson it, Cooper, you mean? Well, who did I say? You said Anderson Cohen. Yeah, I combined them. Sorry. Anderson Cooper. Miserable because they're in the rain. They're physically sure. freezing. Their mics are not quite properly done. And so they scratch against their collars oh, yeah. nonstop. So oh, all good. you hear is scratching. <laughs> They're they're huddling, they're freezing. They do shots about every hour. So they're progressively oh, getting just a little bit drunker. They keep calling into special guests like Cher and various people around. And the the sound isn't hooked up correctly. So they talk over each other and then they both fall quiet <laughs> when the other is speaking. Uh -huh. So all you hear is oh sad you oh sorry. That's, uh, uh, no, you, uh, it's, yeah, this is Anderson. Uh, uh, we scratch, scratch, scratch. And then they look so miserable because it was fucking freezing and raining out. And then they, at about four minutes to midnight, they had someone sing Imagine, which is a beautiful song, but not exactly the kind Lennon. of, yeah, yeah, not not a kind of rip roaring, it's you know. Kind of a bummer. Yeah. Kind of a bummer going in. And then they almost seemed to forget because it was, nobody was communicating. Because they were in the middle of a sentence and they said, and so what is your, oh, we're, well, it's Imagine now. And then they went to that. <laughs> and then they kind of went back to Anderson and Andy and they were like, oh, it's, oh, it's a countdown started. And um, it was so terrible. I couldn't turn it off. At about 10 minutes or 15 minutes to midnight, Oscar just said, well, I'm just going to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, you can't. And he said, this is the power move. Just yeah. just go to bed. But I forced him to stay up till twelve oh one, at which point we said, Okay, we we can stop this now. We can stop this whole charade. Wow. Festive. I kind of wish that every night at CNN they just got progressively drunker. For a company that does live broadcasts all the time and that's what they do, they seem it was like I had coordinated the the live broadcast. That's what it would have been like. 
That's good. Yeah. It, it, you know, they're sort of, they're not a real, they don't know what they're doing at CNN. Not according to last night's. Yeah. I mean, it was absolutely what we deserved. Yeah. That's, uh, that's the send off 2018 got. Maybe even a little better than it deserved. That was a long year, Maureen. <sighs> that was a long fucking year. Well, I have good news for you, Dan. Yeah. 2019 is going to be longer. It will. I think that there's no way around it. I don't know. I, 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 I have, I have positive feelings toward 2019 that I think we should discuss in a little bit. I'm not saying it's not positive. I'm just saying it's going to be full on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It will definitely be full on. I okay. If if 2018. Okay. I want to go in order. 2016 was a terrible speedboat ride. Yeah. 2017 was a terrible jet ski ride. Okay. 2018 was being pulled behind the speedboat on a on a floaty. Okay. As it does loop de loops. And 2019 is just going to be us on those those water things where you stand in the boots and it shoots you up into the air. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, the like the, the, the jetpack like, boots. The jetpack boots. Yep, that's 2019. <laughs> I like it. Yep. Kind of exciting. Yeah. Beats getting dragged around on a tow rope. I mean, it's there's a lot of ways it could end, but it is at least it's somewhat within our control. <laughs> I just like that there are a lot of people that are like, this is the this is the recreational water sports content I've tuned in for. That's right. That's what we do. That's what we're here for. We are, this is jet ski talk. <laughs> Did anyone else have a wonderful holiday season? I had a pretty nice one. It was super, it was just like chill. Three-year-old was like into Christmas. Any Any image of Santa... Or if you were driving by and there was, you know, a inflatable Santa on somebody's front lawn or whatever, he would just go, Santa! <laughs> he was feeling it. He did was the, feeling it. Did the president call him and asked him if he still believed in Santa at... My, at seven? Yep. <sighs> he didn't do a great job, did he? He did not do a great job with the... Uh, with the holidays that Donald Trump. He had a rough, Dan. Someone had a sad holiday. He did. He had a very sad holiday. He was feeling very sorry for himself. Well, you'd be sad too if you thought you were going to Florida and then you didn't get to go. I would be. You'd be I would very be. Sad. Yeah, he shut down the government. <laughs> yeah, seems how many, good. How many things have happened since we last recorded? I mean, so this was the thing. When I was assembling the list, I was like, this is the amount of time. Because we took last week off for, for the holiday week. This is the normal amount of time that says who before we went weekly. This is the amount of time that would pass. It felt like a year had gone gone by. Yep. But yeah, so so two weeks ago, he shut down the government over his his need for a border wall 
which he had, of course, the week before that had had been in the Oval Office with Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and had announced that he would happily own shutting down the government, that it would be the Trump shutdown and he'd take it. And uh, and then it shut down and um, and he totally held good to his word. Right. Um, uh, let me put my coffee down for he he didn't he didn't he didn't. Yeah, it's very funny because it's one of those things where it's like we all knew that this would be the case, right? That he would immediately turn around and just say it's their fault because he can't accept blame for anything. But it is a strange thing to see him basically just over and over again saying the Democrats shut down the government. It's the Schumer shutdown. And then people just rolling tape of him being like, it'll be the Trump shutdown and I'll do it. (laughs) I will do it. I want to do it. But yeah, as a result, he did not get to go to Mar-a-Lago. He had to spend Christmas at the White House. Just rattling around the White House. Like a common president. Inverted commas, working. Yeah, he, the funniest thing to me about this, so the government is shut down. He is just literally doing nothing at the White House. But his... His fantasy work life is working overtime, according to his tweets. I he I would bet if you were to look at this last two weeks of tweets, he would talk about how he was working more than any other two week window of time. Yeah, I didn't. This is another thing I didn't know. And it's truly fascinating to watch is it does seem that now stuck at the White House now, let me think about this for a second. Presumably when a president travels, especially he's going to travel for say 10 days or 14 days or however long he was going to travel. That's a lot of setup work for the Secret Service. Sure. Even though they go to Mar-a-Lago regularly, that's still a lot of prep work, which was suddenly canceled. And and presumably there were dinners and things like planned yeah. for, but he's he's at the White House now. And yeah. may, maybe, the, maybe no one got a ham or something. You know, the holidays, they take planning you know they, they you you expect to be somewhere and he's stuck in the house uh and then he he seems to the this these imaginary work days are truly fascinating he said at one point that he was going to have i don't know if this was right before the shutdown he was inviting a large group over to talk about the shutdown. Yeah, border security or whatever. Border security. And someone tweeted something that I'm still laughing about. They took that tweet about the large group coming over to talk about border security and said, congratulations to the polyphonic spree for their meeting with the president. <laughs> and I have been laughing about that for over a week. <laughs> uh... I, that mental image just keeps coming back to me of a big empty room and just all of the polyphonic sprees <laughs> stuck <laughs> I can't get it out of my head and it makes me laugh every single time. Um, <laughs> but he, I, in my head, when he tweeted that he had arranged a circle of dolls. Sure. You know, just, just a bunch of unblinking dolls sitting around the Oval Office. It was like whatever he could find in the White House. So it was like a bust of Herbert Hoover and, uh, you know, one of, one of like Amy, Amy Reagan's dolls. And uh, just a portrait, an old shoe. A portrait of Lincoln strapped to a broom. 
Yeah. Shoe that he drew a face on. What about you, Abe Lincoln? And the Secret Service estimate. Well, Mr. President, I think you're real smart. <laughs> Thank you, Abraham Lincoln. Uh, what about you, Amy, Amy Carter Shoe? Why'd you fuck yourself? <laughs> what? You're more scrote than man. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, I want the adventures of Amy Carter Shoe now. Why don't you shut the fuck up, you old taint? Jesus, Amy, <laughs> Amy Carter Shoe. <laughs> Very profane. <laughs> oh, boy. The funniest thing about his fake work, that like his performative work that he's been doing, is that he has even gone so far as to repeatedly been like, I am in the Oval Office. And then it turns out this is something that I just learned because now there are suddenly journalists that are willing to kind of call him out on this. But like they they post a Marine outside the Oval Office when the president is in it. And every time he has said, I'm in the Oval Office, there will be, you know, someone from the White House um White House press corps who will shoot a photo and be like, no, he's not. There's no Marine out there. And they have nothing to do. The White House press corps has nothing to do. They have not. So one of the jobs of the White House press office. So this is this is Sarah Huckabee Sanders job is to issue daily guidance. Right. This is what the president's doing the next day or or sometimes it's that morning. Um, they do updated guidance in the morning. You know, this is what his schedule looks like. He'll get his intelligence briefing, blah, blah, blah. The White House press office has not issued a daily guidance since December 19th. <laughs> They just stop doing anything. Apparently, the vice president's office has done guidance every day, but but not the not the White House press office. The word he... is that she is trying to leave, but she can't find a new job. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That she wanted to. That she and uh, I think the deputy. So it's like the two people at the top are uh, are on their way out, but they. They can't find work. That's that's some pretty good scuttlebutt. I don't know where you got that scuttlebutt, but I like it. Oh, it's been it's been reported. Uh, I, I'm not I'm not uh, leaking anything here. This has oh, been uh, that's this was. Oh, you yeah. you heard it on says who exclusive. She has always looked like she has an acute awareness of the evil she's putting out in the world. She looks like someone who knows she's farting in public and isn't happy about it, but it's just <laughs> happening. Yeah, she's not even doing that now. I'm she's not just saying, straight up giving up. I'm not saying that makes her a good person, but there is that sign that she may have some awareness that that this is not... Which I imagine you would if you come out every day and you're you're. I mean, boss. I think this is all these people, right? Like... We're really only dealing with one truly off his rocker person. You know, everyone else, they know what they're doing. And it's, it's, it's not knowledge. It's that she hates it because it's miserable to have to go out and stand in front of a group of people yeah. at, and there to say, well, your boss said it's his shutdown. And then she has to say, I think the president has been clear on this. 
Yeah. It's not his shutdown. And then they say, but, and she says, I think the president has been clear. That's a miserable job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're all miserable jobs. And they still choose to do them. Like, I, I think I reached yet another breaking point uh, with the, like, John Kelly mea culpa tour that he's been on over the last few days because now he's gone, right? And so he's been doing interviews where basically he's like, oh, yeah, uh, you know, the president's kind of, <laughs> you know, and um, and like, oh, yeah, he gave up on doing a real wall, uh, you know, a year ago. And it's just like, all right, fucker, <laughs> like I'm not I'm not interested in you fucking leaving this job and then being like, oh, guess what? It's all fucked up. Like, do it now or just shut the fuck up. Well, like, that's, I, 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 yeah, that seems to have set off dear leader on a a tangent or just a, a an obsession about what the wall is. Yeah, <laughs> that's become a new thing. Well, and not only that, but just the the great, like the unending dominance of walls versus wheels. <laughs> He wrote, I think, one of my, not just of him, but just like one of the most incredible favorite tweets I've ever read yesterday, like on a New Year's Eve rant in the middle of a thing. But remember this, throughout the ages, some things never get better and never change. You have walls and you have wheels. It was always this way, and it will always be that way. <sighs> I love it. He seems like someone who is, he's done some shrooms, and he's, yeah. he's been doing a little thinking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, when I, yeah. when I really think about it, there are two things, walls and wheels. And they were like, always been walls and wheels. And there's always, that's the two things. They're always going to be walls. You know what I mean? You know what I mean, Dan? Like there's I walls do. and there's, there's wheels. Walls. And well, anyway, that's, this goes on. His obsession with what's a wall, what's a wheel. And then there was a conversation about what the wall's going to be made of. Right. We we get into construction materials uh, because for a while he was saying that it was going to be beautiful metal slats. Yeah, steel slats. Steel slats, which sort of sounds like um, like Venetian blinds a little bit. But sure. And then it was you know they say it was it was never going to be concrete. But then he gets back and he says, well, it was always going to be concrete. Yeah. So. It's definitely good when you've shut down the U.S. government over a hissy fit about a wall that you have no idea about any level of detail on the wall. It was yesterday on New Year's Eve that he tweeted, an all-concrete wall was never abandoned, as has been reported by the media. Some areas will be all-concrete. But the experts at Border Patrol prefer a wall that is see-through, thereby making it possible to see what is happening on both sides. Makes sense to me. What? 
it all concrete walls never abandon. Sure. Some areas will be concrete, but yeah. also see-through. Uh-huh. Yeah, what's the problem? Dan, he had a lot of time on his hands. He did. He did. He was he did. He was absolutely less busy than I was, and I spent a lot of my time setting up Netflix for my parents. <laughs> he was absolutely sitting around doing dick all. Absolutely. Yeah. I he, it's just it is it genuinely astonished me how much time he must have had on his hands. I mean, uh, it's remarkable to me that he never did end up in Florida. I don't know who got into his head or who ripped wiring out of every plane that he tried to sneak onto or what, but it is it is it is a it is almost unfathomable that he has actually spent all this time there. He it is, but I guess at the same time, that that is truly astonishing because he doesn't stick to anything, but maybe he's in such and I've seen, you know, I kind of know people that are a little bit like this and when they really dig in to their thing, they will when when you've made your 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 whole thing is I'm this is my this is the hill he has chosen to die on. He's yeah. The wall, 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 the walls and the wheels, the walls, the walls, concrete, it's sluts, it's see-through, it's concrete, it's a wall, we need a wall, this wall. And so this is the hill to die on. And so he has to stick around this empty building where he never does any work and he's bored and he's watching the news and he's tweeting all fucking day long. Yeah. Crazier and crazier shit. But meanwhile, Dan... Right after we recorded, we had one of what, according to the to the media, one of the most catastrophic events of the entire presidency happened, I think, the next day. Yeah. Or on Thursday. James, James Mattis announced that he was leaving. And the the Chirons were fairly full on. That was based and the stock market tanked. Tanked out. So yep. they you know the, the Chirons were next level. Stock market plummets. You know, it, it, Mattis resigns. Chaos reigns. Dogs and cats living together, and everybody. That whole day with the coverage was astonishing. Every single place was saying, "Well, now the wheels are off the bus." It's adorable to me to think that so many people that are paid money to pay attention to the White House thought there were ever wheels on the bus to begin with or that it was in fact a bus <laughs> yeah it was like it was, it was like a vaguely bus-shaped stack of sliced ham <laughs> so he left we have a president who has been uh holed up in the white house pretending to work for two weeks except for the except for his his brief trip to to iraq oh boy i forgot about that yeah, the day, the day after Christmas. So there had been a fair amount of press about how you know this Trump is the first president since two thousand two to have never visited a combat zone at Christmas time, and you know all of that. I mean, I think all eight years, or certainly at least four of them, uh, Obama would be with troops on Christmas in in uh, in combat zones, and so. 
on uh, the day after Christmas, a plane watcher in England actually spotted Air Force One flying over England and uh, alerted the media. And suddenly the chase was on. And Trump showed up in uh, in Iraq, posed with uh, a bunch of guys that were dressed like they were uh, they were in some sort of black ops video game and uh and then flew to germany and then then flew home that's fun i get you out of the house i have an important trump poop announcement okay maureen all right a says who exclusive this is i believe that he can now poop on air force one what makes you think that he has he has reached with by not going to Mar-a-Lago, he has reached a point of not going to his own properties, which has always been my theory of why he visits his property so much is because he needs to poop and he can't poop at the White House. Right. He has reached a point. I think it has been more than a month since he has been at his own property. And I oh, unless boy. they are unless they are surgically removing fecal matter from him. That is not going to leave my head. Yeah, I think that he he has to have relieved himself somewhere. And I think that the trip to Iraq would be enough time for him to get one out on Air Force One. I just want to apologize to everyone listening right now about what the image Dan has just put in your head. I mean, I know you hear a lot from us, um, but that was rough. And um, and I know it. And I am sorry. Um, if you are affected by the issues raised in the pooping section of this episode, please, um, contact, um, uh, your mom. All right. All right. I apologize too, but I think it's true. I mean, it's probably true. I just don't. I think I, I, I know, so this is where we are. So he's got, we come into 2019 on a hot note. The government, the government shut down. That also happened. Yep. So the government yep. shut down. He's lost Mattis. Uh, new Congress is about to be sworn in, which is not uh, the House is not in his favor. Yep. They when do they come in tomorrow? Tomorrow. Uh, well, I mean the 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 if you are listening to this on release day, I believe uh, I believe the Democratic House has been sworn in at this point or is in the process, and they. Uh, they have promised to pass the Senate's budget bill, which was passed ahead of the shutdown uh, on the 3rd. I think the next six weeks are going to be fairly spicy. Yeah. Just. Yeah. Relentless. <laughs> will the government reopen? How 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 much ass ending will happen immediately? Uh, will they immediately try to get those tax returns? Will something will Trump just continue not showing up to work and having imaginary meetings? Will even more people quit? I think definitely on both of those. And if for sure, if he thinks that report is coming out in mid-February, then he will. The spiraling is about to start happening in earnest. Oh, I think it's already happening. I don't think we've even started to see the spiraling, Dan. Oh, my. I really don't. Oh, my. I think he's absolutely going to. I think we're going to see something extraordinary. And I know what I'm saying. I know what the, what we're. I know what it's been like, Dan, because I've been here. We've been here. 
I'm saying we're on a, we have all, all of us, all of us and says who we have, we've all gotten on an actual bus to bug fuckville. I really, <laughs> everybody on board the bug fuckville express. Ah. I'm not saying he's going to show up in the window with no pants on, but I'm not, I'm not saying he won't. I think he's going to enter a stage of panicked delirium in which his, his mental state will genuinely uh, be a matter of, of, of question. And there's no, and I always say this with a shade, with a, with a, with the understanding that all mental health is on a spectrum. We've all got, you know, like just straight up on uh, mental health on Trump adjusted terms. Um, Trump's particular presentation of his personality vis-a-vis his his as filtered through a mental state of increasing panic um that the, that the game is oh that the game is up yeah i think the game is the game has at least gotten a lot more difficult for him i'm know? i'm I mean, starting the, to think this guy did some crimes dan like the other thing is this is all now unfolding or will unfold with the backdrop of the start of the 2020 election season. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's cool. not even cool. Yeah, it's like now all of this is going to be part of the field of play for for the election for the presidential election run up, which is 2 years away but has already started with Elizabeth Warren uh, announcing. Let's just think about this, Dan. We started recording this in late 2016 as a response to the horrific last eight weeks of that presidential election. And as we know, we are still here on the island. And we started talking at the time of his inauguration about that we were all kind of focusing forward to November 2018 Yep. which came surprisingly slowly and quickly. That's yeah. where we are now for the 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 big event of 2020. So, put that in your pipe and smoke it, says Uvia. <laughs> it's going to. Again, I feel that my metaphor about the water boots uh, is apt. Yeah, we it's don't, definitely water boots time. We don't know how high up we're going. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're doing water boots without a safety rope. Yeah, we are going to a resort that's not well. Uh, they, they don't have a lot of safety measures. They're like, we got these. I don't know. Try them on. It's fine. And you're like, what, have you used these before? They're like, yeah, it's, just put them on. So what were safety? And then they just turn them on as you're asking. They say, ah, and then we just, ah. Does it send you up five feet? Does it send you up 50 feet? Does it send you up 100 feet? We just don't know. But we've got on our water boots. And we've just saw, we've just seen the guy who is listening to his iPod and and his his iPod because it's, 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 it's it's 1998. And he's not paying much attention and he's just turned the valve. That's us. Here we go. <laughs> Maybe that's the new slogan for 2019. Here we go. <laughs> I like it. There we did. We found it. Here we go. 
It's simple. Here we go. It's simple. It's just a normal expression, but I, it's infused with a lot of meaning. It is. Yeah. I'm in. That, that's right. I'm in. We here did, we go. We did to the max, and now here we go. And I, embrace it. You know, I want to say something, Maureen. Dan, I want you to say it. So, 2018, we declared it was a year to live to the max. Sure. And you know what? I did. Yeah, you did. I was thinking back to our, it was, it was, I think it was our New Year's episode last year, and we were talking about how we wanted to take it to the max, we wanted to get weird, we wanted to, I talked about how I wanted to make more art, and within a week or two of that episode, I was, I was, in the process of launching the Kickstarter for the for the Muller and Pete prayer candles, we we took it to the max when we went weekly, thanks to the support of our patrons, and we launched the Patreon. We're already at three hundred people. It, it, I wrote an entire first draft of a novel. I think I I think I think to the max was right, but now. Here we go. Now it's 2019. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Do you have any resolutions? Because the one thing I miss about that party I described earlier, the amazing party, the theme party with the costumes, is that the next day, yeah. it continues in the next day where everybody gathers, you know, late. Um, there's always a br brunch foods have always been put out, endless pots of coffee, and everyone sits around in a big room together. And we, there's Giftmas, so people exchange some presents. And then we all sit around and write resolutions on paper and then read them aloud and discuss them with each other. Um, it's really, I love it. it's really beautiful. And it really, because normally that sounds like hell on earth, but then I did it. And I, since then, have become a, a big person for actually sitting and writing down resolutions on the first and having like a good old think about it. Yeah. So yeah. do you have any? And I want to do I that do. here with you, because in many ways, Says Who is like therapy. You and I, it's one of the most reliable things I have. I sit down and I talk to you <laughs> about what's happened. Yeah, I've got two this year. Okay. So one is is take that novel to completion and get it sold and get the process done to get it out in the world. Hell yeah. That's A1. I firmly believe it. And uh, thing two, I gotta tell you, uh, I need to I need to eat a little healthier. <laughs> That's my what? other one. Pie? I got a, I got a, a little less pie, maybe a little less bread in general. And uh, yeah, I gotta I gotta get my gotta get my health shit in order a little bit. Those are my two big ones for for nineteen. Gonna gonna make that book happen, and uh, and gonna gonna get a little healthy. What about you? I'm still what do you got I'm still writing mine. I actually draft them. I kind of pick through them to really decide on on the ones. But some of the ones that are consideration are something has to be done about how I approach my work and social media because I'm now really aware that social media is a drug, and um, that it's doing something very and it's happening to all of us really, but it's doing something very particular to the brain where. It's messing with concentration and how I perceive yeah. events and that uh, I need to use it differently. 
um, maybe with a little less negativity at times and a little less reactivity and, yeah. and, um, put more positivity out if I want the world to be more positive and, um, really curb my times. Cause I write for a living and for what I am. And sometimes I forget that because I'm so consumed by other stuff Yeah, that I don't carve out the time to do my primary my primary thing. And sometimes that means I need to get help. I need to ask for help. And I I may need to just get help to do some of the, the parts of what I need to do that I can't do. That sounds so, good. And yeah, the, that and sounds the, right. And the and the another is one I've I've kind of kept on the list for years, and it's always been my good advice is that I am steadily recovering from uh, an illness that an accident, sort of a surgical accident that happened at the end of 2014. And I'm almost, I'm largely better. So I am to the point where I can start properly. F- I, you know, I've been able to say, go to one bar class and stuff. I still get tired, but to really commit to condition, like to uh, my, my resolution is always phrased to keep it fluid because mm-hmm. the one thing that I was kind of told by nurse mom and I've always kept in my head is that even if you can only move a little bit, you just keep it moving. So even when I was largely bedridden, the one thing I did was move from the bed to the sofa. Or if I could, I rode the elevator downstairs, went to the door of the lobby and then rode it back up again. But, you know, if it if, or I could only go outside and walk up and down the sidewalk once. But now I can do a lot more than that. And um, yeah. I wear a Fitbit every day to kind of make sure that I'm always keeping it moving. Yeah, you do. Keep your keep your 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 body fluid, your joints fluid, your mind fluid. Your you know, and realize that we all go up and down. Yeah. Um, that some things are going to hit you really hard, and that all but all of those emotions and experiences they are fluid. Yeah, you know, we gave uh we gave our 13 year old a tarot deck for uh, Christmas because he had been doing online tarot readings for the girl that sits next to him in a, in a um, art class. Uh, And so we got him one and he, he read, he did a 13, like a 12 month plus one card for me uh, reading yesterday, which he's only been doing it for like a week or whatever. And, you know, take all of this, however you take readings. Um, But one thing that was very interesting and that I actually sat and talked to them a little bit about afterwards was, you know, it was so one card represents each, each month and, you know, some are like, Oh, it's great. And then some are like, this is a terrible card. This is a terrible month. And like, he was like, ah, like apparently I got one card. That's a real bad card in November. And, um, and I said, you know, one of the things that's awesome about this is it looks like a real year, you know, like you have ups and you have downs, like some months fucking suck and other months are super great. And like just thinking about that at the start of the year, like it's not all up, you know, there's plenty of down uh, is actually really helpful because it means to me like, all right, yeah, I'm I'm just going to keep conscious of the fact that it is. It is both both good and bad. Yep. And if you don't mind, I have one more. And that's a, s- a simple image of hands. Um, so I, 
I follow Amanda Palmer on Twitter. And one thing I really love is that occasionally you see she posts a photo and she of her you'll see her hands in something and her hands are she says look at these short nails she's also got kind of ink stained all over it and just like I always think about using your hands to make things because I have now gotten so I've got 59 tabs open on my yeah. browser in front of me at the phone and I I write and it's actually much more simple than that and it always has been and stuff gets cluttered in the way. And when it all gets cluttered, I just want to look down and remember, my hands make stuff. Yep. There's, and if it's, if it's all a lot, then take your notebook and go. Yeah. Or, and if you're doing something else, it, ultimately it's us. It's not our computer with its 59,000 tabs on our phone and... It's our minds and our hands. And so if it all gets to be too much, if you can, at some point, drop it like it's hot and go back to something. Reset. Say it's okay. Come back. Use your hands. Walk yeah. it off. That's, that's one of them, Dan. There you go. I love it. There you go. Here we go. Here we go. That's right. I'd forgotten. Here we go. Maybe I'll get a tattoo of it. Uh, <laughs> Seems smart. Yeah. Do you do you have tattoos? No, but I've been planning yeah. on one for about three years. I I spend I have a design folder of like it's I have something I have a place picked out. I have a place in my body picked out. It's all you know. Everyone, everyone in describing me to other people says, "Oh yeah, Dan Sinker, he's that guy with like a super big beard and all those tattoos." And I have no tattoos. I could see how people would think that. Yeah. Uh, like I was literally introduced at, at my old job. That was how my boss would introduce me to people. And I'd just be like, I got nothing on me. Anyway, 2019 might be the year. I feel like you're letting them down. I just, I, just, I got nothing. No, I just think, you know, here we go. Here we go. Here we go, everybody. Wait, Dan, Dan's, Dan's behind the wheel because he's really good at driving large vehicles and trailers and things. So he's got the little cap on. He's all yeah. beardy. He's got the little bus uniform. And I'm greeting you at the door with a clipboard and a little, come on, everybody. Get on. Here we go. Here we go. To Bugfuckville. <clears throat> we could go somewhere better than that. We're going to Bugfuckville. That's where this bus is going. <laughs> yeah, but maybe after Bugfuckville, the next stop is Disney. Hell Did yeah. you think of that? I Believe me, I have. Yeah. Because like, that's where we go. Once like, he's out of office, says Whovians, we're all going. That's where this that's that's where this project ends. <laughs> exactly. We're here until Disney. No stop till Disney. No. <laughs> when the hitchhiking ghosts get in our doom buggy is when this is over. That's right. <sighs> Guess what? Here in 2019, says who is made possible by you. You, you listening right there, you with our voices in your ears, you with our voices coming through the car, you listening while you're making food, oh my God. you doing the dishes, Ew. you right there, you at the gym, oh my you, God. yes, you, oh my you gosh. just walking your dog, you just sitting around, you, it's brought to you by you. Jesus. By supporting us at patreon.com slash says who, you can join for a buck. You can join for five and get a bunch of other episodes. You can join for more. 
But we thank you. We do thank you. Do indeed. You know who else we thank? We thank Ted Leo, who made our theme music. And we thank Darth because, because we love Darth. Darth. We love Darth. Yeah. And um, I, again, Vanishing Stare is going to be out on the 22nd. And I'm going to be going oh, on. Yeah, it is. I, I'm going on tour, Dan. Yeah, you are. Where are you going to be? Where are you going to be? And I'll I'll put this up and I'll repeat this. Uh, I'm doing uh, a little dance just thinking about you on tour right now. January 22nd, I'll be at the Doylestown Bookshop in Doylestown, PA. Hometown. Doylestown! Yep. The 23rd, Joseph Beth Booksellers in Cincinnati, Ohio. Cincinnati! The 24th in at Unlikely Story in Plainville, Massachusetts. Plainville! It's a, it's a, a evocative name. The 25th of January, R.J. R. Julia in Madison, Connecticut. Madison, Connecticut. Janu- January 26th, Barnes & Noble in Eastchester, New York. Eastchester. Twelve 27th, I'll be at Books of Wonder in New York, New York. New York. New York. And I have Chicago is is on the books, Dan. We're just working out the dates. Yeah, you are. You know, I know some people. It's can, happening. I can help grease those wheels if oh, you wait. need them greased. It's, it's already we already have the plate. It's just up to me to kind of, you know, it's it's my I can my, grease up those wheels. All right. We'll just well, I got, I'm just saying Chicago. I already got the grease baby. out. Chicago. Yeah, so I'm so excited. In, I'm excited for your book tour. I'm excited for your book. If you're, if you're in, I was. I will say that while I want to go to all those places, I was a little bit disappointed that it wasn't more like Florida, Texas, yeah. Arizona, because it's cold. It's New England winter. in the winter. It's, it's, it's okay, rough. though. You're going to bring warmth and love to I each am. one of those towns. I just wouldn't have been against a Key West, you know. No. Yeah, you could go kick it with Judy Bloom. Look, I've kicked it with Judy, and Judy yeah, brings have. it. Judy brings it. Yeah, she does. She has her yeah, own bookstore. She, she owns yeah, she a bookstore. Yeah, that's right. I should. Go and there. she works there a lot, right? Uh, no, I think she just owns it. No, well, Ju- Judy. <sighs> Judy goes around town in the Judy mobile. Yeah, she does. Is it like the Pope mobile? She waves. It's not unlike the Pope mobile. I love it. Well, here we go. Here we go. You can contact us at Says Who Podcast on Twitter. You can email at hey, that is H-E-Y, at SaysWhoPodcast.com. You can join the discussion on Facebook at slash groups slash Says Whovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard. And Maureen, it is 2019, and do you know what that means? I know what it means. We'll be it at means Pod that X. you, listener, can see us live. I spoiled it. I already said it was at Pod X. Yeah, you did. I was building, but you just went. I went there. blurted it right out. I got so excited. I just, I said, here we go. We'll be in Nashville at PodX, May 31st to June 2nd. Get your tickets at podX.com slash says who. That way they'll know we sent cha. Indeed. I'm very excited. You know who else is excited? My 13-year-old. Hell yeah. They keep adding podcasts that he likes and listens to, and he just keeps getting more and more excited. Well, Can I also tell you something about yes. him? Yes. He said possibly my favorite thing he's ever said in my life yesterday. <laughs> I'm ready. We were talking. We were, I'm doing some freelance writing uh, for Esquire, and he was asking about how that works and like, oh, they pay you and blah, blah, blah. And he was like, yeah, I should, I should start writing. I'll use a pen name. <laughs> I'll go by Johnny Cool Vape. That's a 
good name. And I, I lost my shit, Maureen. That, that is was a, Johnny Cool Vape. It's a good name. Yeah. I was like, dude, you should review video games and send them in as Johnny Cool Vape. <laughs> I'm going to steal that. Mm, it's I'm, his. I'm, I'm Jane Cool Vape. <laughs> Janie Cool Vape. Janie Cool Vape. Uh, puff Puff I motherfuckers. It. I like that kid. But yeah, he's very excited about Pod X. He's like, they got the Polygon show? He doesn't well, sound like that. Does he sound like that, though? I want him to sound like that. He doesn't. His voice is changing. So he's more like, they got the Polygon show. <laughs> I think there's a McElroy that'll be there. There's always a McElroy. There's always a McElroy somewhere. He's very excited. Let me tell you, I he listens to every McElroy thing. And he will just be like playing his switch on the couch and just like be laughing so hard that we literally have to be like, you're laughing too loud. <laughs> Stop being happy, kid. Stop laughing. This is a no laughing zone, Johnny Cool Vape. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, Pod X, May 31st, June 2nd, podx.com slash says who. Can I just read and- one treat- tweet from our dear leader from the last couple hours? Oh, no. I just want yes. to, Dan. Okay. I don't really. Okay. Dan, Dan, here we go. Yeah. Quotes General McChrystal got fired like a dog. By Obama. Last assignment, a total bust. Known for big, dumb mouth. Hillary lover. I also am known for my big, dumb mouth. I think ultimately he'll be arrested for crimes against capitalization, but that's my personal pet peeve. I'm going to have to put those on the books first. Well, on that note, we'll be back next week with, I'm sure, what will have been a quiet, chilled out. Chill week. Yeah. Yeah. Super chill week. Sure. First week of a Democratic House. This is going to be just, they're all just putting pens in their desks and stuff. With a closed government and, you know, it's... It's going to be chill. It's going to be fine. And he's not going to be angry that he didn't get to go to Florida. He's not going to be... He's not going to be all pent up and weird. Yeah. Not at all. No, he'll be fine. That dude is going to have a massive fucking vacation at some point. Like, he is going to take the entire month of February in Florida. Yeah, I would guess. Because you know he is. He's going to get that back. Yeah. What has with, been taken with from interest. him? Mm-hmm. And so deserved. Oh, without a doubt. Well, he's been working very hard. Why you fuck off? You look like I got a hemorrhoid growing out of your neck, motherfucker. Oh, my God. Amy Carter's shoes. She's still here? <laughs> from my basement in Chicago, I'm Dan Sinker. And listen. The new year, it's, it can be a time of change and, you know, th- just thinking back on some of the, uh, the uh, you know, uh, resolutions that we've made, like, you want to eat healthier. And one way to do that is... Um, ah, damn it. We were so close. You can... There's actually we a service. so close to being Service done. that if you want to eat healthier, why not sign up for Blue Apron, so which will send you a... basically done. They'll just, I don't, you know, you may not be inclined to eat a raw potato you got in the mail. And so therefore you'll, you'll grow thin and weak and, um, you can sign up for if, cause it's free. I I almost forgot to get uh, to our sponsor and I want to, I don't want to go into 2019, not recognizing someone who's been our sponsor from the beginning. They haven't. 
has always been with There's us. It's never been our sponsor. Our never. biggest sponsor. No. And the biggest sponsor you, is the people listening. If you go to Blue Apron backslash 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 front slash backslash says you no, backslash. It's not a thing. It's then not a thing. eat no. healthier. He'll, no, they'll send you not it. a. Not, um, it's not, not going to help. A picture no. of spaghetti. Done. I almost forgot. From my basement in Chicago, I'm Dan Sinker. I almost forgot to do our sponsorship. From from my basement in Chicago, I'm Dan Sinker. That would have been terrible if I'd forgotten. From my basement in Chicago, I'm Dan Sinker. Because it's very important. Uh, From my basement in Chicago, I'm Dan Sinker. To do the ads. We can't go into 2019. From my basement in Chicago, I'm Dan Sinker. Because they pay the bills around here. From my basement in Chicago, I'm Dan Sinker. They've been a tremendous support to us. God damn it. From my closet in New York. From my closet in... Dan, I'm trying to. I'm trying to... Dan, I'm trying to finish. Just do your thing. I'm trying to finish. Okay, go. Well, I'm going to go, but I just needed to finish our sponsorship from Blue Apron. See, they aren't even... Just go. Yeah, just finish. Sure. I'm trying... Okay, do yours. Do yours. Do yours. Do yours. I already did mine like just 40 do it. times. Just, just do it so I can do mine. God damn it. From just, my basement in Chicago, I'm Dan Sinker. Did I... Okay, sorry, I messed up. Just do it again. Just sorry, real fast. From my basement in Chicago, I'm Dan Sinker. Oh, yeah, it was. I got were, it. You were I, distorting I, that. I, I got something it. Weird happened. Do you want to try it one more time? Just try it one more time. From my basement in Chicago, you I'm Dan Sinker. You know what? Actually, Oscar says your sighs are getting longer and deeper, like his, yeah. which I thought was very moving. Yeah. From my wait, did you do it? Yeah, I did it. Okay. From my basement in Chicago. Oh, shit. I got it wrong. Um, Just come on. Look. From come on. from, from mar a lago See, yeah. that's a joke. Yeah. It's, it's hilarious. Fun. It's very funny. Do you want me to finish? Okay. Just, yeah, okay. just go. They, they probably need to go, Dan, so we should probably wrap this up. Yeah, yeah well, okay. that's what I've been saying. Okay. Do you just do it one more time and we'll just... From my basement in Chicago, I'm Dan Singer. Not a lot of enthusiasm there, Dan, but... I I'll, just, I don't have it anymore. That's I'm fine. Out. Okay. Well, from my closet in New York City, I'm Maureen Johnson. See, you Here bring we it, go. You bring it up with some pep, you know, people are... All right. Yeah. All right. Here we go. This is how we're going to do two... Th- this is the way I'm all... just trying to end it. Trying to end it. Two, just trying to end it with our new catchphrase. This is the way 2019 is going forward. Just like this. This ending is very much, this is very, this is what we can kind of look forward to. It is. Here we go. (sighs) All right. Here we go. I like it. I like that new catchphrase. It is a good phrase. It's a good catchphrase. Good. It's forward, forward momentum. I'm opening this door. It's hot in here. Oh, that's nice. Now you can hear Bart's It's like. Like the the amount of sound that just changed from that opening was unbelievable. Yeah, I, the closet does a good. This closet, it's incredible. When I sat in the closet, it's like you opened the door and it was like, <laughs> like and it's like you've got a waterfall right outside. That's the level of background noise I deal with all the time, and that's quiet. That's not healthy. Oh, you should hear it when it's noisy. Then it's really that's intense. That's not healthy. I've got to move. Yeah. Come on. We got space. Here we go. Here we go.
here we go.